It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host and... uh, well, it's always an exciting thing to me to be here with you on Sunday mornings here on Wave 94 with the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. Uh, see, it's a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church and all that God is doing in His glorious kingdom. I do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, been doing that now for this is show number one thousand and forty one wow. so far, and wow. I have in the studio a gentleman that a lot of you probably know, Brother Ernest Farrell, and he is a pastor of St. Mary's. Primitive Baptist Church. Brother Farrell, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, it's good to be here. And let, let me be that 1,000 and what? 41. 1,041. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, around Tallahassee, you're pretty much a household word. Everybody's heard of Brother Ernest Farrell. You've been pastoring for a long time. You were involved in the Urban League for a long time. And um, you're just, you're just going to just keep on going, aren't you? Well, as long as the good Lord saying, I keep waking up and going back, going back to bed and getting up again. And, <laughs> and lately, because of what's been going on, that's pretty much what we do. Is yeah. You know, well, I tell you, but what, it's all good. It's been, we're getting up. That's the, the Lord told us that there be yeah. perilous times. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Yeah. Sometimes we're thinking yeah. we're in those perilous yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you've been uh, pastor of St. Mary's for how long now? This is the thirty-first year. Thirty-first year. Oh yes. And, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. But uh, can, can you remember? Remember back when you first came to that church? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty nine, uh, July sixty nine. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it was interesting. Uh, you know, move up for me. I was in the church in Cheers uh, for twenty three years. That was my first church, and I was, of course, leaving there was right. quite an emotional event. Because sure, sure it was. Yeah, you've been there with people, and you've been with them, and they've been with you, and they've sort of grew up together. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so you uh, were in, in, near Capitola? Yeah. I know where, I know where yeah. you're talking about, and, and, near, yeah. near Benjamin Chairs. Oh, yeah, down the street from there. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I know where the church is at. So okay. Because I kind of live out in that, that area, so oh, I pass okay, by great. there yeah. from time to time. I used yeah. to buy hay there to... Capitola at the little Joy Mart there. Okay. And so I'd have to be okay. going up and down that road from time to time. But they closed that little store up, I guess. I guess it's I think just so. Um, yeah. It's quite a while ago. Yeah I, yeah. I think COVID got it. Yeah. I believe that's what happened. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it got a lot of things. So, so what made you decide to, to move from, from there to the church you're at now? Well, uh, you know, in our, in our uh, church, we, people, Actually, we call a calling. They will people. They 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 need they out of, out of a pastor, and they do their prayer and then they go through a process of prayer, and then uh, whatever God lay on their heart, they reach out to pastors. Oh, I see. And once they um, settle on one, then they they have what we call they call the pastor. Mm-hmm. And once they do that, then in the process, you move forward. So the folks at St. Mary's, after they went through their process, right. they said, well, we'd like to have uh, Reverend Ernest Farrell to come and pastor our church. Well, they went through a process. They had three candidates. Uh-huh. Yeah, those candidates um, made a presentation before them, uh, what their vision was for the church. And uh, 
the same thing I did. Right. And then once they uh, uh, come to a conclusion, you know, the officers and the members, they vote on who they want. And they voted on me. They did. And so, so you went from a from a country church to uptown church. I, I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I mean, you moved into the city, and then uh, yeah. there's got to be some differences there. Well, there are a lot of differences, but you know, um, I was very blessed. The church that I was at, I you know, I didn't look at it as a small church or a large church, or I looked at it as an opportunity to to share the gospel with the people uh, in that neighborhood, in that community. And we were able to be a blessing for them. Before we left, we were able to construct a new church there. Uh, and it was it was a wonderful experience. Uh, sure. Uh, a training really experience for me because I hadn't passed it before. Uh-huh. But yeah. you were there, what, I think you told me, 23 years? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a pretty good long yeah. time. Yeah, he was. Because, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, pastors, we we come and we go sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. then you get these rare ones like you and I that, yeah. that stays in one place yeah. for a long time. Tammy and I, my wife, we've pastored our church now. We're at 40 42 years okay okay and as far as i know that's probably the longest in the area of anybody that's been in one church that long it's pretty much like that with me in terms of um the total numbers together true true uh, yeah, and, that, that would be more than pastor, yeah. still pastoring yeah know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah to be in, a, yeah. in a two different places yeah. but now so you 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 came to the church at, out near chairs. You had not pastored before. Right. How long had you been called to the ministry at that time? Um, I was called in nineteen sixty five. Okay. No, no, yeah, sixty five, and okay. then so that that's sixty five, that's sixty nine. That's four years before I was. Uh, All right, tell us about the calling. What what happened? Well, um, as I said, my 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 membership church was Tessarina Primitive Baptist. Sure, church. I know where that's at. Yeah, Reverend G. W. Hills was my yeah. pastor. And yeah, under him for four years. Uh, it was, I was a tutor just under him, which was a great experience. Uh, being there before I even thought about it, they thought about uh, calling me to to a church. Uh, on one Sunday morning, one of the deacons from this church that we in chairs, Galilee is called, uh, came up and said they want to talk with the pastor about me, possibly coming down and giving a hearing so that they could uh, uh, consider me for the pastor. They, I didn't look for the church. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, sought me. Right. Matter of fact, I have the only two churches that I've had. It, they they sought me rather than I sought them. Right. Yeah. Which was so great. basically, you're working with a pastor. Is it Testaverna? Testarina. Testarina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's on uh, Mississippi. 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 Yes. Yes. Kind of kind of up on a hill. Up just on a hill. Bit. Over to your left. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. So you were there working with the pastor. Had you? Any thoughts of pastoring at that time? Well, uh, you know, I was young. Um, I, I, my vision was not uh, at that time. I don't. I'm not even sure if I was even prepared for that. Uh, but uh, apparently, there God had prepared me, and, sure. and uh, so um, it was. It was just a, quite an experience for someone look, looking for you to consider, be considered for the sure, church. Sure, sure. It was no resume sent out, or was no long uh, drawn out process. The process is pretty. You know, they go, they go through, they go through, they hear, they through our association, and they have different pastors just come out and and and, and they listen to them, and then they try to f- f- connect the people with the. With the person, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of per- you know, the, being a pastor, and uh, we all have personalities. Sure, we, we all operate um, differently. And, and and the churches, 
take on the personality of the pastor. They do. Yeah, you know? they, they really do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then pastors take on the personality of the other members. <laughs> yeah. So when I left there, of course, it was very emotional, as I said earlier. So church is going to change. If a pastor stays there long term, yeah. the, the church will begin to change and begin to take on some of his personality. Well, yeah, it takes a while. I, when I preceded a pastor who had been there for 33 years. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah his, name, <laughs> his name was more like a household war because sure. he was very, very well known, well respected. He built the church that I'm at now. Uh, and and when they called, he had left. He had retired. And so they called me. So right. I had to go and follow behind him who's, uh, who his own personal um, um, uh, disposition and person that who he was. Then, of course, the people who were there, even though they called me, they were pretty much into him. Sure. Oh, yeah. 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 And so we, they, and what I did when I went there, I did not try to uh, make people become my personality, but I wanted to build upon what he had left. Mm -hmm. And Very wise. Rather than try and uh, go in like sometimes people do now is, and uh, just change everything. Right. You know, no, I want to find out. Uh, I want to build on right. what he built. And a lot of times they come in and say, well, we're not going to change anything. And then they change yeah, oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that, that I, th I think is not really smart. Well, the thing about it is that by, by doing it the way that you did it, eventually the people will come around to where they appreciate you for who you are. Yeah. I, I've heard somebody use the expression one time that a lot of times when a, a pastor first goes to the church in the beginning, he's really not a pastor, he's more of a chaplain. Yeah. And then as he begins to win the trust of the people. And then a lot of times uh, people will come into the church new under your ministry. Right. Well, yeah, some people follow it. Uh, me there, right? Um, and then they'll, they'll have a bond with you yeah, because because yeah. you're you're the pastor that was there when they arrived. Absolutely, yeah. And and some of the people who were there had a bond with the pastor who left, right? And uh, sometimes that take a little. Yeah, that's a tough thing. <laughs> it's a tough thing to break. It's, yeah, it's I, a, I'm very familiar a, with it's that. It's a prayerful situation yeah. because people can tell you pretty quickly. You know, if you, <laughs> okay. I was here before you got here. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I was 27. When okay. we came to pastor the church that we're pastoring now, like we've been in 42 years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the church that we pastored, one church before this one, we were only there for about five months, and uh, they just could not accept me at all. Really? It, just, it just was not a take. It just didn't just didn't happen. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and so, and of course, at that time, my wife was uh, at the other church. She was 18 years old. So that was part okay. of the problem. They, okay, yeah. They had a problem they, accepting yeah. a young young yeah. girl as, oh, as yeah. a pastor's wife. Oh, yeah. But I I'll say this the church that we're pastoring now they had no problem with that at all they yeah. were very they did not uh, come at her demanding anything they just let her grow in the role right well, that's, I've that's, always been a yeah. appreciative yeah. of that <laughs> well, I, I try to make sure my wife uh, um, I, I did not try to put her in any position in the church because even though she's there she's first leader of the church uh, you know, I don't try to make her the chairman of anything on think because she, she, you know people can be pretty Difficult. Uh -huh. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have to be able to. You're, you're kidding, right? Now. No, I'm not. Kidding. <laughs> it's it's fifth after what that was that twenty three and and at thirty one. Uh, yeah, that's that's that, a good, 50 some years. 50 yeah, years. Yeah. So, so yeah. no, uh, nothing surprised me yeah. anymore. But one of the things that my wife and I have we've talked about this is that you get to the point to where you don't really let people get 
in, into you. In other words, there, there's, there's a role. There's, there's a difference between saying, well, I'm, I'm friends with these people or, I, or I'm their pastor. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's not the same yeah. thing. Oh. And, and, oh, and you can oh. be close to yeah. people, but, but there's always that, that little bit of distance. Yeah. You learn yeah. that. Yeah. You have to. As, as a pastor. Because those people will take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. it can cause jealousy. Uh, that, and that's it. That's enough of that, anyway. <laughs> true, true. Whether you deliberately do it or yeah. not, um, that's just so much. Some people are going to think that you're more partial to one than right. Uh, that, right. That's just that's just normal process. Yeah. But you have to be as well as a pastor. You got to be pretty diplomatic. You got to be able to know the difference between right. what we're talking about. And fifty some years, I can't teach you that one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go back now. So you're you are at the uh, other church there, on Mikasuki, right? And and you're just working with a pastor. But now, how did you get there? Were you involved? Did you grow up in that church? Or? Well, actually. Um, my my mother and my father. My mother belongs to that church. My father belongs to another church where I accepted Christ at. Okay, but he passed when I was uh, ten years old. Okay, and so I left there and went with the church where my mom was at. Okay. That's how I came to Serena. Okay, yeah. So it was it was you know it was sort of an emotional situation because you know I'm ten years old. My dad died, and uh, my dad and my mom was at different churches. So that, yeah, yeah, but. And I've heard of that before. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I know a couple yeah, that yeah, yeah. they go to two different churches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I guess maybe if you were raised in this particular denomination and they were raised over here, you don't want to do whatever. <laughs> I guess on that time, I, I didn't think about denomination. That's, right, you know, right. That was not a real issue at all. I mean, that, my mom was there, whatever it was. She could have been this, that, or the other church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but when you were growing up, though, you you were in both the churches at different times. Yeah, I, well, oh, yeah. Sometimes you yeah. go with your dad, yeah. sometimes you yeah. go with your mom. Yeah. So you had a relationship in both yeah. places. Yeah. Uh, mostly, though, with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. But then after he passed on, then, uh, then, then you, you, you're you kind of like, well, yeah. I got to go to church because that's my ride. Uh, hey, <laughs> and you're going, too. Right. <laughs> right. So so, so you, you grew up in the church as a young man, and then somewhere along the line, the pastor began to recognize a calling in your life? Well, I recognized first. Uh-huh. You know that uh, the calling in my life. You know, I accepted the Lord when I was six years old. Okay. Okay. And from that point on, I used to have a gospel choir. I'm not uh-huh. gospel quartet. We call. I want to hear about this. And we used to go all over this place singing. Did I mean, you? Singing was my passion. Oh. Uh, you know, we were singing in Georgia, or Alabama, wherever. Really. And and we would go there, and, and so that's where my most of my. Uh, uh, Christian experiences came in, in, through singing. You know, okay, now what, what was the name of the group? It was called the Walls of Zion. Whoa, yeah. I like it. Walls of Zion, my brother and I, and my first cousin, uh, and then two others were part of the group. No, the instruments played. Uh, during that time when we first started there were no instruments remember there was a pat on, the, on your thigh and your hand really oh yeah that's, that, that, <laughs> that's where the beat came from really but eventually we had guitars and uh, we had um, a bass uh, and, a, and a regular guitar player no no wait a minute I, I gotta explore this a little bit more yeah. the pat with your hand in other words you're making your own music oh yeah you but know, by just the beat the just, beat you know you go so, so really, you were yeah. singing a cappella. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and the harmony is what made this so. Oh, yeah, yeah. The harmony with the with the, with, the, with the harmony and the pat. They wouldn't think about no. Now, did you music. did you record any of this anywhere? You know, um, we did not record. If we did back in the day, we probably didn't even have a recorder. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but eventually uh, we start recording. Um, uh, you know, but where they are now it might be. A yeah, because you're talking about maybe fifties. 
in the fifties. Well, it been that far back. It was back. I finished high school in sixty. Two. Okay, so it was, uh, so it was back early in the 60s. 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah you're right. Uh, yeah. Recording devices. Yeah, they were having like that. Unless you were some big production that, that where they had a big expensive machine. You know, it, when it, when they did start having them available, I was like the first one <laughs> in the city in the town really to have a recording machine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and real to real or something like that. As a real with the real, and you know, it's pretty. pretty yeah, because the real to real was out yeah. way before. Yeah. I didn't have that. Cassettes yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. if you had a good reel to reel, you could you could do a re- good yeah. recording. Yeah. 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 So so you, so we did that uh, for a long time and then we got the instruments and then we started recording. Uh and uh my sister and brother and I we we we, we had a recording that we did uh back in nineteen seventy nine with the Fam You Gospel Choir. Uh and really? the three of us uh and we we had it recorded in Nashville. Uh, Do you still have that? Oh yeah, man! I wish yeah. you brought it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you one back later. But yeah, it's, What's it on? Is it a cassette? It's it's a big album. You know, back in the day. Oh, it's it was on an album. Yeah, it's an album. Yeah, it's Whoa. a whole story, a song. Yeah, <laughs> we actually recorded in uh, St. Thomas More uh, Catholic Church on uh, um, uh, Tennessee Street, the, 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 big, Co- yeah. the Co- Cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. they probably had some pretty good equipment, I'd imagine. We all had our own equipment. That church has never been. They never had anything like that in really? the church for the so, Catholic Church. So it was interesting. Now we had all our equipment and family band was a uh, family choir. Really? Was there and uh, uh, it was different. But so, so you were doing a concert and you recorded it. Re- yeah. Yeah, wow, that's, that's, wow! That was live, okay. live recording. Right. That we, and it was it was pressed in Nashville. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. We were very excited about that. Uh, okay, now, but so, but, so. but the, back to the for the the quartet with my group. Uh, as I say, we went all over the place, uh, but we didn't have the instruments that at that time. So now it was you and your brother, and who else? My sister. And you down in that quartet was me, my brother, and my first cousin. Okay, he sang bass, and my brother sang background. Um, uh, he's a tenor, and then the others kind of feeling we had a high tenor, and we had uh, uh, a baritone. We had a harmony group. And what did you sing? I sang lead. You sang the lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was the leader. I was. Well, I, I, I love to hear some of this. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. It was a. Okay. Now you mentioned the FAMU. Did you go to school at FAMU? Yeah, I went okay. to school at FAMU, and uh, the, the the Mrs. Lena Barrington was the. Uh, oh yeah. She she was the director of, uh, at that time, and she, okay. she was a phenomenal woman who was. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, said you may know her too. They're out there near Havana. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's, yeah. That's a, that's another like household name in Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. 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 They uh, were they were special. Yeah. They, they still are. Yeah. They. Oh, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah. I've heard her sing yeah. before. And yeah. uh, uh, used to be, and I guess they're still doing live the life. Are you familiar with live the life here in, in town? They 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 work a lot with the ministers it's called live the life. I know they do a production every year. Yeah. Yeah. And well, they used to from time to time they would have these things in the evenings where they invite the pastors to come okay. and they give us a meal and it was just a nice thing okay. and, and I used to see them there yeah. and sometimes they'd have her sing yeah. and, oh, uh, and I've heard her sing other places too so so she was a professor at FAMU? No, no she was over the gospel choir. Oh I see uh, okay. and uh, at that time yeah. So she's the one that taught you uh, she didn't teach you to sing because you were already singing before you went there maybe she helped, oh, yeah. you, helped you along. Yeah but we, we, we she helped produce the album 
Oh, I see. In terms of the uh, arrangement, the people, the, the, well, actually not the arrangement because I did that myself, but she she helped the choir, the back, it was the background choir. I got it. Of the song okay. that we sang. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. a, one of those things. Great. Yeah. yeah, it does. It sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. But now, did you go to FAMU to study ministry? No, 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 no. I, I didn't go to in a ministerial school. Okay. You're self-taught. Okay. Yeah. So what did you study at FAMU? Uh, I was a sociologist. Sociologist? Yeah. Well, that kind of. Well, oh, it all ties yeah. in. I mean, yeah, it does. That, and, yeah. and that really helped me when I became CEO of the Urban League. Right. And, and uh, uh, because yeah, Let's get to that in a few minutes. Okay. Uh, you, I'm sure you've got a lot to tell us about yeah, okay. that. All right. But I want to kind of finish this up here with uh, your, your calling, uh, your time of ministry. And you just told us that you didn't go to Bible college. No. You, no. you, were, you were self-taught. So right. now, mm-hmm. explain that. Describe that to me. You just, just spent a lot of time in the well, scriptures? Or? Well, yeah, you have to. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's, it's between um, my reading and comprehension and the fact that God was propelling me because he called me sure so you know if he called me he's not going to send you unprepared right and so I went through that that went through uh, um, through through college Uh, as a matter of fact you probably may not know that uh, uh, also when I finished high school uh, I went I I got I went to I I was at Winn-Dixie store okay one of the first black cashiers at Winn-Dixie Right. Oh, I'm losing. Yeah. What makes a store? And so one thing uh, led, led to the other as it relates to being uh, at that store. Uh, that sort of was a part what helped me to sort of pull my uh, future together because uh-huh. I, I was I went to school part time. I was full time at. Well, you were busy. At, at Wendy Dixon, <laughs> and then I was pastoring. Wow! Wow! Uh, Sixty-nine at that time. So you were a bivocational. Actually, you were like a tri-vocational. Well, it was pastor. it was a lot, but I was thankful for it. God taught me, and I was able to uh, comprehend and, and be able to tell the story. And you know, it's 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 a story that's that's worthy to be told. Right. So so you're you're a young man. Your your father was a pastor, right? No, no, no. no he he was just involved in the church. My father, yeah, he was a member of right. of the church, and I just went to church where he went. And then then your mother went to a different church right, right. and then he, he died yeah. and now you're going to church with your mother so you grow up and, yeah. and say that name again Tessarina 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 so you grew up there felt the call of God how old were you when you felt the call of God oh I was very young but I did, it was I was 21 when I really accepted uh-huh. yeah Somewhere along, somewhere in your spirit, all along you knew, didn't you? Well, all along I was not know. I did not know that I was going to be a pastor or that, but I knew that I knew God, and yeah. I knew that I was excited about knowing Him, and I knew that that I was spiritually involved because and emotionally involved. Right. Because singing in a gospel choir, yeah, it, it brings a whole lot to you and it helps you out a lot. So, but you know that excites me. What you just said mm-hmm. that as a young man, you knew God. And yeah. you had a heart for God. Oh yeah. You see, that's yeah. that's that's important yeah. for me to hear yeah. that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I wouldn't. First of all, I was six years old. You know, no kids ain't think about God or nothing else very most much of the time. <laughs> well, well, but see, maybe that's an assumption that we make. Uh, yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe because we don't know. I know yeah. I did. I yeah. know I thought about it because I knew that it had an impact on my life. Because see, I, I talked about this on the radio the other day when I was doing a, a little teaching thing, and I was talking about. I can remember when I was young, and I can remember my my desire for God. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times we think that young people don't have that. But I'm thinking if I did and you did, 
that maybe sometimes we're selling these young people short. Maybe there's well, stuff going on in their hearts that we don't yeah, realize. That, that may be true. It depends on where their family is. A sure. lot of that have to do with uh, their upbringing, who, who their parents were. Because they don't just jump out and become involved with with the church or with God unless there's something in the family or something that really yeah. sparks that, that or, concern. Yeah. Or if they are somehow or another, they become connected. In other words, somebody invites a neighbor child to go to church. And their parents don't go to church, but they go. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they go there and they experience something. It's all different. Yeah. All different and, you know, different. And we don't know. Nowadays, it's kind of hard to really see because a lot of parents not even connected with the right, church right. anymore. But, but I'm people. talking about that child goes to church with somebody. Yeah. And now they're 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 seeking something in their own heart that their parents aren't seeking, but because of the influence of the church, and maybe it's a neighbor or, or a friend, friend. Yeah. yeah, somebody who just invited them. Well, that just tells us the power of a uh, of inviting. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, God know who He wants. Amen. And Amen. He, if He wants a child, He can use a child. And I mean, there's so many biblical stories with children who oh, yeah. did. <laughs> so now you said at twenty one, twenty one, right. something happened at twenty one. That you knew God confirmed my yeah. faith. Yeah, it was something you can tell us about. Well, it's it's something that we experience with the Lord. It's everybody have a zeal of God, not according to knowledge, but understanding. And God works in my life in a way that I understood. I don't know if I can explain to you uh, how that went, uh, what what tra- what happened, and how that moved forward. But all I know is that uh, I allowed myself to be used uh-huh. to the point that I would be able to communicate. And to trust God, to know that He was with me, and uh, and I've had experiences in, in during the process where I, I use my faith to get me some place where I didn't think I wanted to go, uh-huh. and so so it, it depends on the individual. It depends on you know the the experiences with God because you gotta you gotta have a, everybody don't. God's got to reach you, right? And you got to understand how He's reaching you. Yeah, it's it's, it's your own. Uh, Personal alter experience. Well, and and, and it, it makes you make decisions based on that because sure. you know you know it, you know it wasn't because you had a a, a late night meal and you was re, you were reacting in your dream. You know you know right. there's a reality to yeah. the fact that God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, and it's just the real deal. Yeah, and, and you know it yeah. in your heart. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah. The God. I knew. So so at, at 21, you're you got stirring. You're feeling a call to God. And, and and you said this earlier. Said, I asked you did, you, did the pastor recognize? It? And you said you recognized it yourself. Oh yeah, that there was yeah. a call of God. Yeah. So so what did you do? Did you go well, talk to your pastor about it? Or? Yeah. When I when I was sure, I felt comfortable with it. I told him and let him know that I felt that I've had a calling from God, and I I wanted to as a preacher, as a minister. And um, they have seen these. They've seen these things in me. You know, they, it wasn't like they were surprised, right? Okay, because uh, you know, from church, from demos, from church school, from from the choir in the church. I mean, uh, th- there was always something that they picked up on me, and people always say, "Well, I know something is going on with him. He's probably going to do this, that, or the other." But but when 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 you when you did not when you have people supporting you, uh, even though they don't understand it, uh, and I probably haven't didn't quite understand it myself, but I accepted, it. and then from that acceptance of the Lord, then they set aside a time in the church for me to demonstrate my faith, and what we call in our church we call a trial sermon. Okay, and we have what we call a trial sermon. That right. means that they they have and people 
pack the house when they want to hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want to hear what kind Life of. It's what, exciting. What, yeah, they go. Yeah, what, what is he gonna say? You know, right. you know. Right. They say that's Ernest. Oh no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but how did it go? It went well. It uh, yeah, it went well. My first sermon that I did, uh, um, and periodically, uh, you know, because I still support my pastor. Periodically, he'll come in because he was getting up in age. He said you. You have a word for us today, you know. Like I always said, but prepare because I never knew when you were going to spring it on you. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sure. okay. So that first sermon, do you remember what it was? I do not. You not? I do not. I, I don't remember what it was. All I know is that it was. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know how long was it? Huh? How long was it? Oh, it wasn't long. No, no. Okay. I didn't have I didn't have that much to say. I mean, <laughs> come on, you know. It's I just started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes down. I just I, I want I said I talked about my conviction, uh-huh. and that and that's what that's what trial sermons do. You know, you, you tell that you, you know for sure that God calling you, and He gave you a message, and He wants you to deliver that message to the people, yeah, who He is, and thank God for life, and thank God for saving my life. <laughs> That's great. Okay, because that's, that's what he great. did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But now, so you're doing this at the church there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so from time to time, the pastor's in earnest. Uh, yeah. And uh, when you got a word today, then, yeah. then you preached a sermon. And it was... That was going on when the people from Galilee, Galilee is a Galilean, yeah, Galilee, Galilee Church yeah. said, "Hey, I've heard about this young man you got over there." Yeah, yeah. basically that's it. Yeah, and, and say we want to go, let, let, we want to go and check him out. Yeah, yeah, and see what it's like, you know. And okay. um, now, now tell us about the the Galilee Church when you arrived. What was going on there then? Now, that was, you know, I'm young, yeah, and um, inexperienced, but I was smart enough to know. Cause you know I wasn't a baby, uh-huh. you know when I went down there. Okay, and uh, I could tell some of the things that could be helpful. Um, we had uh, uh, the church, the original church that we had when I went there. Uh, it was small. We had a big uh, stove in the middle of the of the, of the church <laughs> uh-huh. to keep people warm. Right. Um, we had uh, one of the interesting things that I first went there, and I, I think I can share this is the fact that. Uh, uh, I, I, I asked him, I said, well, where's the bathroom? Uh-huh. And he said, it's out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, the church, that went through to get people, they're going to appreciate this because I said, I, I said, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> well, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and for those who listen, you know, it's, it's outdoor talk. Yeah, sure. And, sure. and the thing that I said, that I was, I, was, I said that I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, it's one thing that when I, when I come next next week, we're going to have a toilet inside <laughs> if I personally have to build it uh-huh. myself. Right. And the next week, we had a toilet inside. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to the bushes to get to the toilet. So now did they just get a wall off part of the church? And, and yeah, we, I was between the, and then between the, um, the, it wasn't outside, but it was attached. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. we built this yeah. section. Well, I grew up in Kentucky. Yeah. And so our church didn't have bathrooms. Yeah. And, and there were actually people in the church who believed it was a sin to have bathrooms out of the church. Yeah, well, they, they, they 
Okay, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> right. Well, the same people also believed it was a sin to have a guitar in a church too. So, oh yeah, you got to know where yeah, we're well, going. We here. have church. Uh, we have uh, um, called the Orthodox from the Baptist Church, and they don't believe in music, and they don't know. There you go. Stuff yeah, like that, yeah. But, but all of that, you move on. Yeah, change, and, and that, yeah you the, can't stop it. That, that church up there, they have nice bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, we're talking about a different day. I yeah, mean, yeah, this absolutely. Is, you know, seeing some changes. Sure, sure. Because I, I was wondering because you mentioned that. That the church, the Galilee Church, built a new building while you oh, were yeah. there. Oh yeah, and I believe it's a concrete block building. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. white. It's it's yeah yeah yeah. Uh, okay, and uh, so what was the building before? Is that building still there? The old building? yeah. They made the, the building that was there when I got there. They they made that into a dining hall. Okay, so, so they just converted that. I got it. And okay. then the, the church that was built when I was yeah. there, and the chairman of the deacon board there was uh, the proctor, deacon proctor, and the deacon proctor was for the railroad and we 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 built this church and the, and the real he, he was able to get the railroad ties you know how you know what it's sure. just called those ties and that was a part of the foundation really that church would be there for years to go because those things you know they created and put all that stuff in them <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything about building anything when I went wow. there but, but we were able to build it there we were able to lay the foundation he had a lot of background in that he was he was a fine fine man yeah. Yeah, and that property even now they keep that church looking nice. Yeah, when I drive yeah. by there, I notice yeah. it's just nice and neat. Yeah. yeah, and I mean I've commented to myself about that because yeah, okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Whenever I see a building that's really being cared for, you know, the yeah. people take a lot of pride in yeah. taking care of the the that's God's property. Yes, yeah, it was a yeah. nice church. Yeah, you thank God okay. for it. It was different. Well, let me just tell the audience you're you're tuned to the gospel on the radio uh, talk show. They we're here on ninety four point one Wave ninety four, brother. Ernest Farrell is my guest today. We do this every Sunday morning. If you want to join us at 8 o'clock, we go from 8 to 9. We always have a, oh, most of the time I have guests with him. Sometimes I don't, but most of the time we do. And uh, we're going to get back to Brother Farrell in just a few minutes. But I am a huge fan of uh, Southern gospel music. And, uh, well, whenever I get a chance, I play a little music for you. Okay, all right. Kisha Parish. <laughs> Keisha Parrish. And this is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I've got Brother Ernest Farrell here with me. Let me just tell you a couple things before we get back to the interview here. First of all, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministries, 720 Capital Circle Northeast, and we'd love to have you come worship with us. Brother Farrell, uh, St. Mary's Primitive Baptist Church, what time do your services start? Uh, 10, 10 o'clock now. 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, and, and you tell me you were back in the ser 
sanctuary now. Right. For a while, they, they were uh, doing online. But uh, anyway, two good choices for you if you want to go visit. We always love visitors at our church. I'm pretty sure Brother Farrell does, Absolutely. too. You're welcome. And um, also, the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. If you like gospel music, then join me on Saturday nights here on 94.1 for a full hour of great Southern gospel music and a little commentary in between. Also, Monday through Friday, I do a daily broadcast. It's a gospel on the radio uh, broadcast. It's a daily teaching of the Bible. I'd love to have you join me with that as well at 11 o'clock. And also, um, just want to tell you, last week on the broadcast, we had uh, Keith and Carla Whitfield. They were a ministry called Mana Express, and they were going over to Louisiana last weekend to feed people because of the hurricane that just recently went through there. And they just wanted me to tell you that God just used them mighty. I think they said something like, I, I, I'm almost afraid to say because they sent me a text and I can't find it, Brother Harry mm-hmm. Farrell. For some reason or another, it's gone. But I'm thinking he's like 3,600 meals wow. that they provided for people over there. Yeah, that, was, and, yeah, uh, that was much needed. So I just told him about to give the folks a little update. Uh, that's exciting. And uh, they were excited. <laughs> he's, okay. I, I got the text from it. I could just tell from it. They were excited. And they want to just give that report. Oh, that's uh, special. So, Brother Farrell, tell us about Urban League. Okay. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm not sure exactly what it is that you did or they do. Tell us about it. Well, let me um, sort of bring you up for that. Okay. okay. In 1970, uh, Dr. Bill Perry, the late Dr. Bill Perry, who was the president of Florida A&M University. Okay. Um, and I became quite popular as a fact that I was one of the first, the first black cashier in Tallahassee at a grocery store with Dixie. Okay. And as a result of that, uh, he called me and asked me, would I consider being a, a member of the Urban League? Not a member, but a member of the board of the Urban League. Okay. And uh, at that time, I didn't know what the Urban League was. I thought it was a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> but I come to know it as one of the fine organizations in the country uh, on the national level as well as local level. So the Urban League was organized in 1969 in Tallahassee. And it was made up with a, a cross-section of the community, black, white, young, um, old. We had people from different, and we, we're not talking about political, but people from different perspectives as it relates to um, politics, or as it relates to that thing. So all this was a combination of a diverse group of people who believe uh, that all of the different inequities in our community could be dealt with and dealt with by the people within okay. the community. Okay. And so that's sort of fascinated me. Uh, so I became a part of that. And as a result of being a part of that, um, when I started in 1970, being on the board of directors, uh, Dr. Perry um, resigned from the president from FAMU at that time. He, well, he didn't resign. He, he sort of gave it up, I think it was. He resigned. And so he asked me, they asked, they needed somebody to um, carry on as the president of the Urban League. And there was nobody that wanted to do it. They said, well, there's Mikey over there. Let's give it to Mikey. And I was the Mikey. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, uh, and experiencing that as well. But I had a, I had a zeal for the community. And this was a community-based organization. It dealt with people. It dealt with making a difference in their lives. And, and, and I accepted. And so we had a real challenge to get started in 19, uh, 
um, 1970. It started 69, but I became involved in 1970. I was so. just graduating from high school yeah. at that time. <laughs> so we, we, what we did was um, I had a, a board of directors, uh, people uh, who are professionals, people who have been in the community, who are in the community for a long time. And, and then here I am, uh, young, inexperienced, but they thought that uh, that I would do well. Uh-huh. And uh, from that point, uh, we, we started with uh, with very little resources, very little funds. Uh, the first thing we did was we had a uh, thing on hypertension. Okay. Hypertension was one of the biggest issues that affect black people sure. in the community. Sure. And they had a special in one of the magazines saying that hypertension needed to be dealt with. And we had a program that we went directly in the community. We had nurses and we took blood pressures. We took uh, uh, temperatures. We did everything with volunteers. And that sort of kind of got the Urban League in the movement. But that's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Because my yeah. my wife used to work for dialysis. Okay, uh, and yeah. so I, I'm familiar with yeah. that through her. Yeah, and, 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 and that's people, the, yeah. People were really affected, and, yeah. and 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 we wanted to deal with that, and that's what sort of got us on the map. Okay, um, the hypertension, and we worked in the community, and so from 1973, um, I, we moved up. You know, we was, became a United Way agency. Uh, we started out with $7,500, and they said, if you can give us good reasons for the, make it 15000 we would we would increase it. Uh-huh. Well, you know, it didn't take me long to find a good reason <laughs> <laughs> to increase it, so we got $15,000, and that right. was really a um, big deal back yeah. then. But when, when this, this was coming from United Way. United yeah. Way, yeah, okay. United Way. Then we raised uh, our own money. We had to uh, you know, do fundraisers and things like that. And so, when, from that period of time, the Urban League became part of my life. It's the first time that I ever really left Tallahassee and was a part of something that was bigger than me. Uh-huh. At the National Urban League Conference it was the first one I went to, and I saw uh, professionals that I had no idea of throughout this country, people in leadership positions who looked like me at that time. Uh-huh. And I hadn't experienced that. So it was something quite phenomenal for me. And I just being a part of the now, now when you say they look like you, you're talking about they were they were black. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. They're black professionals from yeah. all over the country. They had a hundred at that time they had ninety six affiliates wow. throughout the country. Wow. And, uh, and where was that first convention that you went to? Where was that, that was in uh, went to Washington DC. Washington DC. Yeah. yeah wow. that, was, that was that was uh, quite an experience for me. Yeah. You know, here I am the country boy, as you said, but the, uh, <laughs> the other part of the, leaving the church in the country and going to the city. But that was quite an idea for me. But it was something that really, uh, and then what made this whole thing so interesting to me was I was pastoring and it was a connection because we help people uh, with the Urban League. And I can preach to them on Sunday and then implement it on Monday through Friday, Saturday, wow. because we had the same kind of basic um, need, the same kind of basic approach that we were able to save souls and work on the hearts of people at the same time, feed those who were hungry, provide for those who are, did not have a place to stay, because we had one of our major programs was the housing rehabilitation program uh-huh. in Tallahassee, where we, we got funds from the city and from the feds to do to rehab the house of elderly people who did not have the resources to bring it up to stand it themselves. And that, that was phenomenal because uh, we, we rehabilitated so many houses in, uh, in Tallahassee. 
for 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 the, for for the, for elderly people who who basic income was so minimum until they couldn't fix a, a ramp on their house for the for right. the elderly. Now, were you using volunteers? Volunteers, we had we have, the, the real the housing program was not volunteer, but volunteers did help. Uh, they didn't help build the houses like Habitat. We didn't do that, but we were able to rehabilitate houses based right. with the resources that we got from the program. Right. As for those, but I'm people, talking about the, the money would come maybe from United Way or whatever. But was it volunteer labor? That no, would, no, do you, do you, that's a Habitat. We we supported Habitat because so, that's so what you they were did. actually hiring people. We we, to we, go do this we, we had our initially we had our own crew, but oh, then we okay. started hiring uh, the companies to do it. We hired right. people to do it. And that that was better for us because. Uh, so many liabilities, you know, you do it. Well, and also you yeah. you have a it's a it has to be a little bit more proficient because yeah, you, cause you have you've a, got you experts. Got a good, you plus yeah. you have to pay uh, inspections and stuff like that. So, yeah. it, so it has to be right. Right. Not that volunteers can't make it right, but if you got somebody to supervise, well, but, but, uh, but you could do more, get more yeah. done faster. Yeah. Well, we did, and we we, we, re- we rehabilitated the first house in Tallahassee, and that was special. Yeah, and 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 being able to put a family uh, back in their house. Uh, an elderly family, yeah, that, that qualified. Well, that, that, was, that was phenomenal. I bet it was. Yeah, I bet that, that was a big day. Yeah, well, one of those you could put a bow on it. Yeah, you? You absolutely. Could, you, you so that, that was just one of the programs. We we had so many programs. That's forty eight years. We did a lot of things down there in the Urban League, uh, and and I was very proud to be a part of that because I was able to. And uh, some in, in, in my book, uh, I, I, it's called the challenges of leadership. And I have a picture with my robe on and a picture with my suit on. Okay, one <laughs> yeah. was one was the Urban League and one was the church. And the, and the book's entitled the uh, uh, the challenges of leadership. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So now you tell us you're telling us you have written a book. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's called the challenges of, of leadership. leadership. Right. How would a person get their hands on this book? Oh, you can call me. Uh, um, it's not it's not online, but it, but it's available. Okay. By just calling me at at five eight five zero. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. I'm gonna write it down okay. here. Eight five zero five ten. Okay. Zero nine five eight, and I'll be make sure you you uh, you get one. Okay, zero nine five eight. Right, mm-hmm. and and is there a fee for this book? The book was nineteen ninety five, and you can, matter of fact, you can you can go to the church's email because you can get it through the church. Okay, and and, and, and what is that? And. Now you would ask me that. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me the church number. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, I get, we'll I, what I, you I, got. I'll get through. I'll send yeah. that back to you. Yeah, there you go. I'll send it to you. Because if somebody wants it, they're yeah. going to contact you or me. Yeah. And a lot of times, yeah. if they contact me, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll hook them up to we, you. We'll get them. We'll get them. Yeah. Book, yeah. Now, that, but I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the book because I would not have known the challenges of leadership. Of leadership, right? And uh, how long did you take write, write this book? It took me. Um, I worked on it probably. Off and on for about ten years, but I really it took, after I really got down and got serious about it. Only took me about maybe a year. Yeah, I had a book signing at the at the um, 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 here in Tallahassee. What where the new police department is going to be? Okay, what was right. this that the mall was there? Remember at the, the city center, what they call the century, yeah, yeah. The city century. Yeah, yeah, we were down in the stairs, and that they had oh really? Because it was wonderful. Yeah, How long ago was that? That was um, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, time goes right on by. Yeah. <laughs> Five years ago, but it was it was the yeah. challenges of leadership. Yeah. yeah. Um, from a man who 
started with the Urban League when they said, hey, will you do it? No, I don't want to do yeah. it. But hey, so, hey, I'll let you do it over there. And you took this thing and you and you led it for 40, what, 42 years? 48, 48, 48 years. years. Right. And the same time with the church. So the church was 50. The two churches that are pastors, they were all doing together the same time. Obviously, I didn't do 40 years over here and 40 years over there. So they were run right. together, you know. But you were pastoring the church yeah. and yeah, doing Urban, Urban League. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's fast forward. Tell okay. us about Urban League today. Well, today, uh, you know, I'm not there anymore. I know, I'm but if it's, you're familiar it, with it. I mean, oh, yeah, it's still, still, it's still there. Yeah. We're still doing the uh, housing program right. that we started sometime. We do um, several other programs that has been going on down there for, for a long time. For instance? For instance, we have the um, Victim Assistance Program. Assist those okay. people who are victims of crime. Okay. Uh, that, that they'll be able to, 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 to find out something that assists those who have been a victim. Okay, a crime. That that's one of the programs. Legal legal help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have provide the legal help, but we find the resources that do provide. Right, so we right. refer, refer them to that. We 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 do still do job uh, placement for people who are looking for jobs. Okay, and we still do. We are still doing that. And 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 after three years gone, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I think they still we still doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't go check in every day. No, I don't check in. I I paid my dues and I was there, and we actually grew. Uh, actually. Got it to where it was. And now, I left, yeah. the, the, you said that when the the budget, when you first started with, you did, did you say seventy four hundred dollars? Seven. It was seven five hundred dollars what we started out with. And what's the budget? And, and today? they moved that. Now, before I left, it was it was right at three or four hundred thousand, I think. <laughs> but that, that's quite but, a difference. Before, there was uh, we had a budget over fifteen one point five million dollars. Uh, you know, during the, the years when when we had the uh, uh, several other pro, we had a hundred employees one time. Wow! Yeah, so wow. I think now we they're down about seven. Yeah, but 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 God used you to to build all of this. Uh, he used me and and with the church and with the Urban League, and they worked together. So uh-huh. so so, and that was why I was right, successful. Right. Other than that, you know, that's like holding two major but, jobs. But just just think, brother Farrell, for all the people who have been touched. During these years, mm-hmm. that you were involved in all of this, and and you just strike me as a man who just said, "God, I don't know everything, but if you'll just lead me, yeah, I'll follow." Yeah, and am I pretty much right about that? Well, yeah, because I couldn't do it on my own. No, and no question about it. Without, no, without that, and I've had many challenges in these jobs. Uh, sure, job sure. From, yeah, but but God is. Well, I always tell people, I says, whenever you if you're going to launch a dream, what you have to do is you have to put one foot in front of the other. And say, God, just lead me. Yeah, it's amazing how he'll he'll do that. And over, over all these years, thousands and thousands of people have been touched. People who were who were displaced. The somebody gets out of jail, they don't know where to go. You're, you're yeah. there to help them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and, and wow, it's just it, thinking about it, this. It's, so it's, it was it, it, no day was like the the other day. It was all, every day was a challenge because people. When they can't turn and go anywhere else, they will come to the Urban League. And sometimes, and, and then sometimes they come to the church, and then the church can refer them to the Urban League because some of the things that the Urban League do, the church does not. Right, right. Uh, you know, we, we, we give you, we can pray for you, we can provide, uh, uh, directions, uh, for you. Right. Uh, and a lot of things, uh, spiritually, we, 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 th- we prepare to do that all the time. Right. Yeah. Now, as far as the, the, the Urban League today, is it funded? By just volunteers? I no, mean, people, no, people, no. Volunteers are never funded. No, I mean, no, no. I'm talking about, I use the wrong word, donations. 
Well, no, uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, but no, these are either grants or we, okay. But yeah, we uh, we're not in United Way anymore. Uh, but we 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 get funding through the state. Okay, the, the housing rehabilitation programs through the state, the crime prevention and intervention program. Okay, is from okay. the state uh, resources. So those kind of resources what fund us now. So the so the people who are running it now, they they know where to go and say, hey, this is what we do. Oh, can you help yeah. us? Yeah, and 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 they they they've been around long enough. You kind of know how it works. <laughs> and then if they come for a specific thing. Uh, if they come in for to get their house rehabilitated, uh, that's the city as well operates through the city. Uh-huh. Funds is coming from the city for that. Right. Yeah. The uh, crime prevention and intervention program comes from the state. Okay. Uh, and that's the resources that we've been funding through the state for the last oh, oh, 20 years. So the Urban League is kind of uh, coordinating all these things, kind of like oh, yes. helping helping. Point people in the right direction. Specifically, that. Yeah. Uh, and it's is where we can actually help them directly. Uh-huh. Uh, the ones we can't help directly, then we point them to source service that are available to, right. to help them. Yeah. Helping them work through the system. <laughs> and I'm telling you what. It is a system, yeah. Uh, I, but the thing is, is it. Anybody, let, let's say you wanted to get a, a, a license to start some kind of a business. There's so much red tape involved. Most people don't have a clue where to even start. Urban well, League. Well, well, the Urban League, we don't have a program to help start a business, but we do connect with people. That's it. Who are that's it. Yeah. In that, other words, no. you, you're, you've got information. Yeah. Yeah, information they, is that huge. That's like a this. whole lot. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 They, they know where to go if they can't. Don't know where to go. They call. Right. And we'll try to direct them right. in the right pathway. Okay. Those ones we can help, we help, and those ones we can't, we refer them out. So we got just a few minutes left. Let's find okay, out what's, what, what's Brother Farrell doing these days. You're still pastoring. Well, I'm still pastoring, and, I, and um, I'm trying to do. Uh, uh, um, I've just started something that I haven't really. Uh, we're working on now. It's called. Uh, oh, I'm, okay. I'm getting from my mic. Okay, it's 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 uh, the scripture on, in John twelve and thirty-two. Jesus said. Uh, and I, if I be lifted up uh-huh. from the earth, I draw men unto me. I've started something um, called I. I am a heavy Jesus Christ lifter, and it, it is a it's it's a, a poster, and it's a and, I, and all my members uh, have gotten this, and they, I asked them to put this poster and have it framed and put it in the house when people come to your house. That's those people who are really. Jesus Christ lift us who lifted up the Lord that, that from the earth the resurrection if they are part want to be a part of this um, network as I'm calling it which eventually will because I'm gonna put it on Facebook and I'm put it online on our and on our web page so that and, and it ain't gonna cost nothing I just want to get people lifting you know we gonna get this state city and country lifting amen you know because Jesus said, "If if I be lifted up, Amen. I'll Amen. draw." You know, and I believe that if we do that, that it'll have an impact on a lot of things that's going on now. now tell us how would they, how would they find you on Facebook? Just uh, through the church or through yeah, your, it's on the church of St. Mary Primitive Baptist Church. St. Mary's Facebook. Primitive Baptist yeah. Church, I guess you Tallahassee. I Tallahassee, suppose. yeah. So somebody can go there; they can find you on they Facebook. They can find on Facebook, and the, and if and 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 we're on, like I said, ten o'clock on Sunday morning. Okay. 
Um, but that's how to to be a part of being lifted up. They can connect with you through can, Facebook. Connect with me through Facebook, and uh, we're working on laying it out first. Okay. Okay. I've already laid out with my members. They already got them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we did. We, we've we've gotten uh, that's in their hands, and it's a nice, beautiful poster. Um, when I get back, I'll email you copy so you can see it. Okay. Uh, but it's something that I think that, that God gave me this on my heart that you know I preached that many times. Sure. But not like this. <laughs> no, no, I think this is great. I really do, especially from yeah. a man from your from your perspective and your experience in life. Yeah. To be saying, hey, this is this is something that God's laid on my heart yeah. to take these posters to lift up Jesus because yeah. yeah. that's true. I mean, he says, yeah. hey, he says, I'll draw yeah. all men yeah. unto me. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. If very emphatically, it was, it was clearly defined. You know, they don't have to get you. You don't have to get your commentary out for that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, at ten o'clock on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, you could go to St. Mary's Saint Mary, Primitive Baptist right. Church. We're, we're on exactly Georgia right. Street. We're Georgia, on Georgia Street. Tell us how to get there. Uh, you know where it's off of Tennessee Street. You know okay. where the McDonald's is on Tennessee Street. Yes, we're directly behind it. Okay, you know where that lake is, uh, the park. The park, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, where yeah. We, the park is connected with our church. Our okay. church is right, in, right there on that corner. You, you're you're right there near uh, Bethel's uh, recreation gymnasium, where the Bethel gymnasium. Oh no, 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 no not uh, Bethel, not Bethel. No, I'm thinking, aren't you in that same area? No, we're further down. Further down. We're okay. further down um, to well, if you remember where the McDonald's is, it's further down. Okay, it's on the right side, McDonald's is. Okay, and you turn right. Uh, and you, we on Georgia Street. Okay. Okay. And the address is six fifty five West Georgia Street, West, Tallahassee. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. All you gotta do, you welcome to come. You guys got to have your um, your your uh, vaccination card. Okay. Now, are you still doing anything online with the services in the morning? The services are online, and, and that's on Facebook. And that's Facebook as well. So that same way they can same, connect you there. Connect with Facebook you, as well as on. Now, on, now uh, do you, you does your church have a, have a choir? Uh, we have choir now, yeah. Do you? Yeah, we're back. We have choir. I, I think I'd tune in just to hear your choir. Yeah, we have a choir. Yeah, yeah, we have a choir. <laughs> I'm sure the preaching would be great, but yeah. I think the choir, because yeah, yeah. I know, uh, uh, because you talk about your background singing with that quartet. Oh yeah, I bet you got a good choir. <laughs> well, we 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 we, we okay. You know, we okay. We got a good, you know, we we all right. We're getting them back in now because you yeah. know, we haven't been together for right. a while. Uh, well, let me just uh, kind of bring the congregation or the <laughs> the listeners up to date. You got a book. I'll get that to you. Copy. Okay. I'll get you the information on how to go and, online. The, and the challenges of, of leadership. leadership, right? And that's available to people in 1995 if right. they want to find that mm-hmm. a man that has a lot of experience. Also, you got the church. If you want to go visit the church with them, yeah, check him out on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, website, you have a web, web, web address? We have a website, I just can't tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But I'm going to send all that back to you. Okay, that'll somewhere. be great. Yeah. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you for Brother Farrell. I thank you for his life, for his ministry. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that as people who have listened to this today, Father, that they'll be touched, they'll be inspired and challenged, Father God. And Lord God, we just give you glory and praise. We pray over our community. We pray over our country. Father, we pray for your kingdom. And Father, we pray for peace in Israel and the nation in the city of Jerusalem. And these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Farrell, thanks for coming. My pleasure. And being on the show with us. We try to see if I can find my way out of here. (laughs) Next Sunday. May the Lord bless you.